what has been surprising about being a mom? Like, what was something you were like, you thought it would be like, but it wasn't? Or what's just been like different about your journey than you thought? You feel so guilty all the time. And I think that's not talked about. People talk about mom guilt, but as a business owner, like to feel it all the time. Like there's so many things I have to do all day long to run a business, as you guys know. And then to also you know, show up for her. What I've realized is I would rather show up, um, a hundred percent than half ass. So I will schedule morning time with her. I'll schedule taking a bath. Like it's all in my calendar laid out of when I'm with her. And I'm really protective of that. And I've had to set a lot of boundaries with like, you know, no, I can't do a conference call at nine o'clock. I'm with the baby. Like, no, Mm. find another time. Well, there's no other time. Well, then I'm not going to be able to do it today. Um, you have to get brutal with your time even more so. Um, and I didn't think I would feel guilty. It's very interesting. I don't know if it's a maternal thing. And I do, I feel every time I leave the house, I'm like, it has to be worth it. You know what I mean? It has to be something I want to do. I'm not doing any more things I don't want to do. It has to be something that is, um, beneficial for everyone. So beneficial for the other person, the audience, for me, like it has to be very much a win, win, win. And, um, then that day I have to have some kind of space with her. I need, I need to have space with her where it's off my phone. And I'm also surprised how young they noticed the phone. Wow. That's sh- that. And she noticed the phone. I'm not joking. When she was born, I thought she like, she's going to, I'll be able to work on my phone in front of her. And totally. She notices the phone, which is difficult when you're trying to post 16 Instagram stories. You know what I mean? It's like fucking <laughs> pretending that I'm taking a shit in the bathroom when I'm just like sitting on the toilet posting an Instagram story. Like you have to like, you have Find to. Find your time. Yeah. Up, for sure. <laughs> so those are the two surprising things. How has it changed your relationship with Michael? Or like how do you, do you see him differently? Or what has changed? Um, I think it's enhanced it because it's such a different layer to see your husband with something that's both of you. Um, I also think I have a partner who is fine to do half, sometimes fine to do 75%. Like he is fine to, he really helps. Like he's very, very, very hands-on some, so much to the point where sometimes I'm like, you're micromanaging me. Like read a book, get away from me, go find a fucking hobby. Um, so he's very, very, very hands-on. So that's been very cool to see. And it's also obviously very helpful. I I would tell anyone out there who's looking for a partner, like I always say this, but don't settle. And if one, one of my things is I really wanted to marry someone and become a parent with someone who was going to take on half the load. I never signed up in a marriage to be with someone where I was taking on 80% and they were taking on 20. I very much wanted it 50-50. Especially because if I'm bringing in 50% of the income, I mean, you know, sure. like, mm-hmm. I, you, I'm i not an octopus. 100%. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing is you guys are such achievers. It's like you have to, like both of you are achievers in your own right. So it's like it's a perfect balance in that way. Has he slowed down since? No. The okay. guy never slows down. He, d- Michael does. You guys are so hungry to like. Mm-hmm. He actually is hungry because I was going to say he doesn't eat. I mean, he doesn't eat. <laughs> guys, who don't How do people guys think he does cocaine throw, throw because he's like, it. he's just. I love him. He's like, like they put forget. on a 15 minute call. Like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, we need 15 minutes. He's like, I got another 15 minute call after this. It's, it's like-, like so intense. Um, no, he has not slowed down. He's he's not a slow person. That's not a word I would use to describe him. I've slowed down. And yeah. meaning I've been more um, purposeful and meaningful with what I'm creating and like what I'm doing. It's not, it's not quantity. 
It's, yeah. And you guys know that. Like, it's it's quality. It's I'm getting there. You, it's not quantity. Mm-hmm. It's that's. I used to think it was, and I used to say yes to everything. I really used to say yes, yes to did. everything. Mm-hmm. And then it, Tony Robbins always says this: you get to a point where what got you so far stops serving you for the next round, and it's like, okay, for the next round, what's going to serve me is doing things that light me up. Um, and so. I think s- slowing down ends up speeding you up. Mm-hmm. Ryan Holiday's book, Stillness is the Key, is such... Mm. When I do what I need to do in the morning, like my breath work and taking a f- freezing cold shower, taking a walk, getting off my phone, reading a book, I am so much more effective. Same. What other things are you, besides saying no to the things that just don't feel good anymore, what else have you like seemingly just like let fall off? Well, we just had a conversation, Ansley and I and the whole team about like how if and Michael taught me this, how it if it absolutely does not have to touch me, like I don't know if touch me is the right word. (laughs) If it doesn't have to come to me and it can be solved without me, then it doesn't have to come to me. And that's that's another level that you like have to be like, okay, I used to want to be so hands on and control everything and I can't anymore. So if it doesn't need to come to my desk, like then you guys figure it out. And if you fuck up, then we'll like adjust and move on. It, it's, it's like every, I can't, you start Glennon Doyle said this, she said you start, and I loved you guys' podcast with her too. Mm. Um, she said you wake up in the morning and first she was a writer. You're a writer, right? So she's a writer. She's loves writing for me. I, I'm a blogger. I love blogging. I love creating content. And then you get to this point where, it's people start to like what you're doing maybe and consuming your content. And then you get to another point where you're waking up and you're not creating anymore. You're just working off of everyone's to-do list. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I'm at this point where I can't even write and do what's made me successful in the first place. Mm -hmm. So you have to think, okay, I need to stop being so reactive to what everyone else needs from me and start doing what I did in the first place, which is so goes in line with that book, the slight edge. It's like, Mm -hmm. you can't, forget what made you successful in the first place mm-hmm. and you know for me like maybe that's I, I I actually have two phones and this is this is actually very helpful I don't know if this is gonna help a lot of people but it has helped me one phone no one has the number besides Michael and the other phone is just my regular phone and the reason I did it that way is because when I was emailing and posting Instagram stories and Instagrams, it you know, there's like notification, notification. Mm. It's so distracting. So to have one phone where there's no notifications, where I can be fully in my workflow, everyone's like, oh, you have a work phone and a play phone. No, like for me, like just have a phone that no one has the number. That has changed my life because I can sit there and just do everything I need to do. It's way faster because this one has 5 million photos. That one doesn't. It's changed my life. Wow. So if you're like feeling overwhelmed with notifications, I would say get another phone. I just turned off um, text notifications so they don't show up on my lock screen. They only show up when I go open my messages. Can we turn off text in general? Just fucking turn (laughs) off text. I'm fucking so over text. 100%. And now I'll just answer them like morning and then evening. I voice note only. We like, do you voice note? I love a voice Mm -hmm. note. Voice note all fucking day. Voice note is all day. No no receipts. You know what? I'm I'm going to be a bitch right now and be like, I love a voice note. But then when someone sends me one back, I'm like, ugh. Same. Same. Are you serious? Three. Three days minimum is my reply time. Unless I'm like, I have that recently. I was like, I need to go on a walk and listen to all these voice notes. (laughs) 
And it's so funny because when we were DMing, DMing the other day, I was like voice noting you. I was like, actually, I don't like when people voice note me. I don't know why I'm doing this to her. I was literally thinking, I'm like, she probably doesn't like this. No, I do it back too. Like, it's horrible. Uh, we're all hypocrites. I know. But I was like, yeah. So anyways, um, the no phone thing is is baller. I fucking love that. Get the two phones. But here's the other thing. Do not check your phone in the morning. I do not. That's yeah, no. no, that's mm-mm. that is rookie. That's rookie. Michael woke up this morning at five in the morning and opened his email. And I looked at him and I said, turn your brightness down uh, and yo. get out of the room. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, it's so it feels so counterproductive. There's to nothing that can it feels set you off. so um, oh, icky. Methy. Inva- like invasive yeah. yeah there's something about it that's like uh, and the light especially I, I mean we'll go into like biohack stuff later but like the light especially so early in the morning to have like the real estate of your eyes is <laughs> like Love it. so yeah it's it it, it affects you it, it immediately turns on my brain to the point of like stress what do I mm-hmm. need to worry about what do I need to be notified about in touch I'll with? notice I'll do it when I travel you wait. It's, so do I. Yeah, dude. It's bad. Because you're out of your rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, it's that's like true. And it's like also when I eat dinner late and mm. if I drink wine, I'm like have on I'm like a sugar oh. sh- a sugar vibe is going on, so I'm looking for like a hit. And so this is like my own crazy theory. So I'll get on my phone earlier and it's like I don't know, I'll just notice my habits will like slip off. Ryan Holiday said something on his podcast. He said he noticed when he was traveling that he wouldn't do his morning routine. Same. And I'm like, oh, I do that too. So what he said is he started to make a travel morning routine Mm. that's different than the home morning routine. And I thought that that was such a good tip because obviously like you don't have all your books with you. You don't have maybe if you, I don't know, if you stand in front of a red light, whatever you do in the morning, you don't have all those tools with you. So how can you have a productive day? And be preventative about anxiety without all those tools you have at home. I know. And do it while you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, like, to have clarity, I have to I have to t- tap into my toolbox daily. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.